What's up, everybody? We are back, Icebox Pod, with episode 33. We're going to be talking uh, briefly about some F1 sales, and then we're going to move for the most of the episode into um, some local shows um, that we both went to. Um, but before we get into that, how's it going, Robbie? Good. I'm very excited to talk about the shows. My second card show, unless you count shows that sell only $1 cards or that have sub five dealers, which uh, yeah, we don't count on this podcast. We don't count those on this podcast. If you know, you know, and uh, very excited to talk about the show. Also interested to uh, hear your thoughts on some F1 sales that were kind of interesting, kind of exciting, since apparently you don't know the price of one of them. But did you watch the race this weekend? I didn't, but I saw, you know, highlights and... and Yeah. I sadly was not able to watch this race, and it was the first one in, like, a good while. I think it's the first one all season I haven't been able to watch. And it was... Okay. The highlights aren't as fun as watching the whole race, but no, I'm hoping to watch Monaco next weekend. But Charles Leclerc, you saw the Dynasty one of one with the Ferrari horse, right? Yep. Yep, you know, you remember how much that went for? I think Ryan Card Collector 2 posted about wanting it, but that it was an insane price. Yeah, wasn't it like 65 to 75 or 80 or something? I think it was like 80 ish i was thinking it was even i don't yeah i think it was in the 80s maybe something like that but the dyn a dynasty one of one there could be other dynasty one of ones but a sweet sweet patch so the leclerc super just like the hamilton also sold do you remember how much the hamilton sold for no the leclerc went for eighty thousand one hundred. Okay, one for eighty thousand one hundred. Yep. And so the Lewis Hamilton Super did nine hundred thousand PSA seven. That seem a little seem a little steep deal. I mean, it seems like steep to me, but it doesn't surprise me that somebody would pay that. I agree. Okay. How much did the Leclerc, same card, the Topps Chrome F1, not the Sapphire, the Topps Chrome F1 Super, which, by the way, is a gorgeous card with, of, with the Leclerc. It just looks so much better. PSA 9, how much did it go for? Hamilton PSA 7, one of one, did 900. And the other Leclerc did um, 80. 80. This is not, not auto, right? No, it's just the base. It's the portrait. It's the portrait. You know which one. It's the portrait. I'll say like 175. 262. 264. People in the community seem to think it was high. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think it probably is a little high. But I I would also prefer it. I think it's a little high, but I would also prefer to buy it at 264 versus buying a Hamilton at 900 because the Hamilton has literally no upside, in in my opinion. So, but would you prefer it to buying a Dynasty at 80? Uh, It's actually kind of tough for me because I think it's pretty cool. Because, okay, 
when I put on my collector hat of what would I actually want, I think I would probably, I always am a patches and patch auto type of guy, but I don't know, man, a super is pretty sweet. And I think that the dynasty, there could be other one of ones. And I view the, this super rookie as probably his best card ever made. Right. So I think I've, and it looks really sharp. Like pull it up or something on like card light or something. Take a look at it. It looks sweet. It looks really good with the red. Like the Lewis doesn't look as good because his track suit isn't is isn't like a vibrant color. Right. I don't know, man. Yeah, that yeah. I I I think it's like the Hamilton for me. It doesn't surprise me. Like I can see why somebody would pay that. I it does seem a little steep considering the fact that uh he could be Lando Norris could be Charlotte Claire question mark. Do you know what I mean? Like they could be the same skill level, just Lando Norris is in a different car, and like at any right. given point, Charlotte Claire could not have like a winning car right. and then be Lando Norris or something. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's yeah, it's kind of a risky buy, but I don't know. With the way the card market is, like, I just – I don't see it as too high with the way stuff is. Like, it's just kind of reality now to me. I guess. But, it's just a shame that stuff's so expensive, but – Yeah, like, I would never buy it for that. But oh, no chance. I could see why somebody would. Like, I, I would never spend that much money on a card at all, but n- here we are. Interesting discussion. Just wanted to kick it off with that, but – did you see any? Well, you went to a show. Was there any F one? Any Charlotte Claire supers at your uh, <laughs> at at your Michigan show? There. Um, so I was. You at, hesitated. There were. No, not oh. not no. So I so for the listeners, I was at a show set up all day. So I was there from probably seven thirty in the morning till three. Oh, I didn't know you set up. I forgot. Um, Yep. Yeah, I was set up. Johnny Ford, uh, the little Michigan Expo. It was an amazing show. They did some amazing things with that show. One, it was a requirement that all the dealers had to have prices on their cards, which was so nice. I greatly appreciated that. That was fantastic. Um, And then two, they kind of like handpicked their dealers so it wasn't just like anybody could just like sign up and like like they knew the dealers that they were bringing in were quality which i mm-hmm. also appreciated um but yeah it was a pretty good show um i saw zero f1 cards i also saw zero f1 cards at my show that's i thought that was interesting to see I, you know, I thought there'd be a couple like laying around or something, you know, even in, even if they're in a dollar box or something, I don't know, but I saw zero. Um, so that was interesting. And then we were going to also report back on Fortnite cards. And what's the count? How many peelies? Uh, no peelies. I would have bought it if there was. Would you actually have bought like a base PLA if it was there? Oh, definitely for the PC. <laughs> go wrong. Oh my gosh. Um. But no, I I saw some Fortnite cards. 
because one person had ripped a case of that. So then they had some laying around. I mean, there was, I think that they had kind ripped of ripped a case of Fortnite. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, they didn't. Well, I guess I don't really know exactly what's good, but it seemed like they had like picked through it and taken out all the refractors and maybe sent them to grading or something. I don't know, but there wasn't anything like good in the stuff that I looked through, but yeah, they were there. So we got more Fortnite cards than F1 cards. That's for sure. I That's actually kind of lame. Or, well, I guess it's not lame. It's just for me, hoping that there would be more F1, a disappointment, but yeah. Some people clearly like this. So, you know, the Fortnite prevailed over F1 this week, but that's just was the that, way it is. Was that the case for you too? Did you see it? Well, I had a zero F1, zero Fortnite uh, count. This oh. show that I went to, I don't know. Do we want to talk about each person's show in, in, in order? Like, do you want to talk about your show first? Oh, no, we can just go back and forth. Let's go back and forth. The show I went to was very different from what I expected. Oh, really? It, it was big. Like, uh, I mean, I'm trying to compare it. Potentially more tables than Chipsy. Okay. Do you know a table count or no? No, I don't. What show? Maybe it was a Pittsburgh show. Is, is there like a name for it or no? It's like the Pittsburgh Spectacular show oh, okay. or something like that okay but it's like but it was it was pretty busy there were tables probably close to shipsy in count i would say a different venue a very different dealer base the dealers at shipsy were young and it was like the ig crowd the dealers at this pittsburgh show are old and there were so many it was like 50 percent of the dealers were like older did you have anybody and like it? No, no, we did not have anyone. In fact, what the old guy actually looked up comps on one thirty point on his phone as he pushed mm. his glasses down his face like this to look <laughs> through the uh, to go. look through the bifocal uh, at his phone as he uh, was trying to look up comps. So they were savvy old people, but they were old people nonetheless. But okay. it was as you would suspect extremely high vintage baseball i would say 50 percent of the stuff at the show was vintage baseball maybe more that is crazy it's unreal i saw four 52 jackies not including my own jeez i don't even think i've seen four of those in my life i saw four at this one show and i saw three 52 mantles really yes Oh, that must have been cool to see. Yeah, it's wild. I saw an I think I saw two authentics and a PSA one. Wow. I'm telling you, there was a stack of like four or five 52 mazes. Maze rookies. Wow. It was nice. Crazy. I'm telling you, if you were into vintage baseball, it was heaven. And I, I do like vintage baseball quite a bit. I would say I saw close to 20 Hank Aaron rookies. Wow, that is insane. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, you don't see stuff like this at most card shows. No, there was so much. There was so much vintage baseball. 
Yeah, mine was like all. Uh, I think the only like really good vintage baseball I saw was two. There was two T two hundred six Cobs. Oh, that's pretty good. So yeah, that was pretty good. But other than that, there was nothing. Like Dude. there wasn't. There was not like. Maybe maybe one table had both the T two hundred six Cobs and then all the vintage baseball. I'd say, but there was. Did you have any? like non-sport or like interesting oh. stuff oh no oh like oh, what do you mean like memorabilia oh, or no so like i we had a they had one table or two tables and it was this guy who had just super unique stuff like um <clears throat> star wars autos oh no like no none of this random like he has like some lower end like president cut autos not like abe lincoln or something but like just mm-hmm. like lower end ones oh no we had none of that Oh, really? Okay. I think I would even, I think I'm even upping my count. I think we're even at 60% was vintage baseball, maybe higher, 65 even. There were bargain bins of vintage baseball at this place, sorted by year of commons that were ungraded. Dang. That's there crazy. were bargain bins at multiple, multiple dealers had bargain bins and binders of vintage baseball. I'm talking 60s in 50s so did did you uh pick anything up from those bins or, or no no i didn't i didn't end up looking through the bargain bins of the old okay. baseball i just kind of went table to table i saw a ton of clemente rookies but i don't know i never ended up pulling the trigger i did on the other hand actually sell some vintage baseball which was a yeah a big move a big move uh we'll break the news I did sell my 52 Jackie Robinson. Uh, it was an SGC one. A little sad to see it go, but days have passed. And I still feel strongly about the decision, given you know needing some money for real life stuff, just to take some off the table, some profits off of cards. And I wanted to keep my 55 uh, Jackie Robinson PSA 7, just because it looks so amazing and I just wanted to keep that because it's one I've had for a really long time. So that, and I've never said that that 50, well, that 52 was something I'd hoped to hold a little longer, but I I didn't want to lose the Crosby. I didn't want to lose the 54 Hank. I didn't want to lose the 55 Jackie. I don't know. I just kind of looked in there and I was like, yeah, I think if one of them has to go, this is the one, like I don't need it as much. Yeah, sure. But it was wild. I went up to one dealer who was buying. I don't know if you want to hear some stories, but we went went up to a dealer who said, you know, he's got the banner. You know, he's buying. He's buying. And I said, well, and and I think a 52 tops Jackie Robinson at a show where 65 percent of the tables are vintage baseball was a very attractive card to be bringing around. Oh, definitely. This guy had showcases and he had himself had a 52 Jackie. In his case, he had like four or five Clemente rookies, four or five Hank Aaron rookies in his case, stacks of them. And they were all laid out. Like if you had a deck of cards and you like flattened it so you could just see a tiny bit of each card, it was that. A case filled like that with these vintage baseball, huge cards. And I pull it out and the kid who's like my age and his son is like, hmm, we might be interested. And then I was asking, 
I was asking a price that was right below what a PSA one did. And, you know, because we need to get started. And then he's like, well, there's no way I can even do that because that's what a P- almost what a PSA one just did. And then I said, well, do you have a counter for me? And he said, no, I can't even give you a counter on this. Thank you for showing it to me. And then sent me on my merry way. And I couldn't believe it. And I was a little upset and not to rant too much. But if you have a sign that says buying and a assuming we're not talking about junk wax or complete junk, then there should be a price at which you buy anything. But he clearly was not willing to buy because he wouldn't offer me a price on a quality asset. How does he know I wouldn't have taken half that price? You know, he should have asked. Yeah, he should have just lowballed you or something at least. He did. Yeah, he should have, but he didn't. I went down to a couple other places. One guy, Hem and Hod, went to another vintage baseball because, you know, the whole place is vintage baseball. So you just look for the guys who have huge cards. Yeah. You know, who would have the pockets to. Right. And I went over to one guy. This is the old guy who looked through, you know, his glasses like this at his phone as he evaluated comps. Oh, yeah. And he gave me an offer. He, you know, he, he gave me an offer two thirds of what I wanted. And I said, I'm sorry, but like, I can't, I can't do that. While I'm at that table, a guy also looking at the showcase says, why don't you come over to my table? I think I might like to make you an offer for that. <laughs> right in front of the other dealer. Yes. In front of the other dealer. And the guy said, well, you might as well go see what he has to say to you. And apparently they knew each other. But then after, spoiler, I struck a deal with this guy. He said, no, don't you go tell that guy what I paid you. Because I don't want him knowing I paid you this much more than he was even going to offer you. Because he paid me what I paid for the card. Which was a pretty, which is a pretty solid amount. Subs. 25% 25% higher, I 30, a third of the higher than the guy offered, the previous guy offered. So you offered 35% higher than the other offer, which when you're dealing with this large of numbers. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, we're, it's a lot of money. We negotiated for a while. He called a buddy who he said was looking for a Jackie Robinson 52. That turns out the buddy had already bought one at a show today, but then he still bought it from me. He offered me like 200 bucks below what I wanted, below where I needed to be. And I said, I said, meet me in the middle at the $100 down from what I wanted, $100 off from what he wanted. And he shook my hand and he cashed me out, paid cash wow. on, a, on a big card, which was great because I didn't have to deal with online fees and ensuring mailing a huge card. But it was a wild deal. It, the deal took like 15 minutes. Just yeah. because he like took some time to think and I took some time to think, but all cash. I thought about going to buy a Clemente rookie with some of the money, but I calmed myself. Hmm. Yeah, I was really sad. I didn't bring my 54 Hank with me because I would have traded up for a better copy after I'd gotten some cash. Oh, yeah. Considering there were 20 copies in the building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of those floating around. But yeah, kind of a wild story. Yeah. The guy told me to go over to his table in front of another dealer and I went over and he offered me way more. That's, that's really 
interesting that yeah right in front of another dealer just throw the other dealer had already told me a price and i said no and then he said well if he's not going to do it then come over to see me yeah that's a bold play though because apparently he's on speaking terms with the other guy so (laughs) that that makes me laugh oh man yeah you just don't want to do that to the wrong person that's for sure no, this guy seemed like a pretty chill dude. Like he wasn't going to be angry. Yeah. I mean, if you already tossed your best at the guy and he said no. Like, and it, we weren't, we were not close. Like I needed every bit of what the other guy gave me. So we were not close. And yeah, can't really blame you then. Like what? I don't know. What are you supposed to do? Pretty, pretty big deal. I've got some other stories from the show, but. Do you would you want to talk about any big deals you made while we're on the topic? Um, I I think I only made two deals, but one of them was pretty uh pretty big. I also only made two deals, so I traded. So the first deal I made, I just bought a raw lot for like two hundred dollars, just like I think like sixteen cards. So it was a lot of like lower end stuff. But just like some Genesis and just actually I bought uh, two honeycombs out of Mosaic, which I didn't even know that was a parallel. uh, Yeah, they're rarer than the Genesis, apparently. Not that the Genesis is like super rare, but interesting. Yeah, so I bought a couple of those, bought a couple of Genesis for 200. Um, The big deal I did was a real a pretty big deal and it only took like maybe a minute the guy wow. went to my table he's like you interested in this and it was a triple auto of brady elway and montana and i was like yeah what do you want he said a number and i was like you want anything of mine and he's like yeah i want your brady auto and i was like well how much cash would i have to add he threw out a number i threw out a number he met me in the middle we shook hands and it was done yeah that's great but, yeah so it was a super easy deal. And then um, I didn't – I actually didn't have that much walk-up to – actually nothing that I can really remember, like walk up to my table that like I really wanted necessarily. Like there wasn't – there really wasn't too much there that i like had to have so i just didn't really spend that much cash but did you sell through inventory um a little bit i bought um i brought a lot of my high-end stuff so i didn't like sell a ton but yeah it was still fun i mean i set up with my brother and and two buddies so it's just fun to hang out and talk to people and see people but yeah that is fun yeah Definitely would do it again. Yeah, that's a nice triple auto. What's the plan for the triple auto? Just get rid of it or keep it? Oh, yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. If it was was a duel of Brady and Montana, I would be much more inclined to keep it. Yeah. But with Elway on it, like not, I mean, Elway's great, but. Yeah, I understand that. I think it would be much more iconic if it was just Brady and Montana, and I would probably keep it then. And I'd probably get rid of one of my other Brady autos. That's fair. I, that makes sense. Yeah. Show, I also 
I ended up actually dragging my girlfriend to the card show who accompanied me on the journey to the Pittsburgh show, which was an interesting time. It was, she didn't negotiate for me, but you know, (laughs) we, uh, yeah, she's, she learned the ropes. Yeah. That so that was obviously her first show then, because it was only. Oh, school. definitely. Yeah. She was confused about what to expect. What does she but, like think? Because whenever I talk to people about cards, like they just can't believe like that, like this many people do it. Like they don't understand the fact that like there's a show like locally, you know. She was surprised by the line to get in. We waited 15 yeah. minutes in line to pay to get in. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was lined up pretty good. We were there 15 minutes within when it opened and we were waiting. But she it was it was a little bit of an older audience, a little bit of a skewed older, whereas Shipsy, the audience skewed a ton, a ton younger. Yeah. And she said that the older audience was what she had expected of a card show. But then you go to but, you know, you don't understand if you go to a show like Shipsy or Dallas or something. It skews like incredibly young. Yeah, the average, the average person in like Shipsy, I swear, is like twenty five, like or yeah, even like, younger. Because so many parents bring their kids, and then they're all running around there like buying cards. Like this uh, upcoming Shipsy show, they have a scavenger hunt for like all the kids, like the night oh my gosh. The and stuff. Like there's so many kids in Shipsy, it's it's unreal. And everybody has an Instagram there. Yes. The guy I made the deal with for the Jackie Robinson, I said, you on IG? And he said, what? And I said, <laughs> oh, I said, oh, Instagram. And he said, oh, no, I don't do that. And then yeah. and he but he was like 40. OK, so he wasn't like super old, but he was like, 40. Right. but I was like, what do you collect? He's like, oh, I just do vintage baseball, like only vintage baseball. And that was what most of the show was. But. There was a table of only hockey. That was the only table that had had oh. substantial hockey, and mm. it was a beautiful sight. Was was your girlfriend like shocked by the prices, or is that yes? She yes. That when I pointed to the uh, Mickey Mantle and I said that's a thirty thousand dollar card, she was like, <laughs> and there was a yeah. stack of four Willie Mays, and I was like, yeah, those are each ten thousand dollars, and she was like. Yeah, that's a especially with so much vintage baseball and so much good vintage baseball that like there was a ton of these cases only had good stuff and it was like old vintage baseball. It adds up fast. Right. Yeah. That's so interesting that had so much vintage baseball. It's weird. I think it must it's probably aren't a ton of shows that actually have that. Like if you're actually interested in vintage baseball. Like, it's probably a show that would be worth traveling to just because of how much is there. It's not like a massive show. I mean, it's like a pretty good show. But like, if you were interested in acquiring some decent vintage baseball, it probably would be worth a trip because I can't imagine there are a ton of shows that have that kind of concentration. Wow. That's that's so interesting. I wonder if that's like a regional thing more or like what that it is. It could be. Because like my show, like there was not much at all like none none of i don't think there was a single like jackie robinson vintage card i saw maybe maybe two dealers with modern basketball 
hmm. in the entire show. See, that's kind of refreshing, though. Even if it was beautiful, I loved it. Yeah, because I didn't even want to look at this this modern basketball. There was a there were yeah. guys who had only modern baseball, which was very interesting, and there were a ton of them, like five, six. But the one that was hockey was amazing. It was like eight showcases of just hockey. And they had like two that were only future watch autos and like four that were only young guns. And then like two that were only patch autos. Jeez. And it was, that's where I got the flurry. If you, anyone here saw it on my IG. Pretty cool. They had no prices stickered, but they either knew the prices or they had a little booklet that they'd written all their prices in. And And then I, he set a price. I thought about it, set a price. He offered to meet in the middle, and then I took it, and then that was that. Okay. It's pretty good. I was pretty excited. Yeah, that was a cool card. Yeah, I've never seen a blocker patch auto. It's only one color, but it, it's like a soft leather. Hmm. It's weird. Yeah, you know what's uh, kind of cool? I didn't buy them, but... Somebody there had a big stack of National Treasures patches, and they were all catcher's gear. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yeah, like there was a Mike Piazza. Like you could tell it was like the strap on like mm-hmm. his catcher's gear. Like that's that's pretty cool. And it was only like 40 bucks. Like if yeah. I was a Mets fan or something, I would easily get that. Yeah, just like a random patch. Those are fun. Yeah, just kind of unique. I like that stuff. I really enjoy that type of stuff. That's why I got this like flurry, just because it was a kind of unique card. And I'll probably sell now my flurry PMG whenever it comes back, just because I like this more. And I've now started a thing with like these like niche players where like, I just want one. Yeah. And I just only really need one. And then I just get rid of the other one when I get a one I like more. So bye-bye flurry PMG. Yeah. That's it. Do you have like multiple? Because uh, obviously, like you're a big Crosby guy, but do I you have like multiple like flurries or anything? Like, like do you I... like, or is it just kind of one? Because like for me, right? So like I really like M- Miguel Cabrera, so I'll have multiple of him. But then like so from that same Tigers team, I really liked you know Justin Verlander and like Victor Martinez. But of those guys, I really only need, like, one card. Yeah, that's how I feel about lesser guys. Okay. Like, for Crosby, I have a bunch. Actually, if we, I actually just traded my McDavid Rainbow Refractor rookie at what I feel like was a pretty good trade value for a huge, an absolutely nasty Crosby patch. I don't know. Did you see that yeah. card? Yeah, that was a nice patch. It that It's actually a pretty big card, like, dollar-wise, just because of that set is notable. It's like a, it's like a notable patch set. Hmm. So they like sell pretty strong. It's out of 15, but pretty cool card. I just got another Crosby. I get a bunch of Crosby, but like Malkin, I don't really need more than like my one card. I might get two. Like, cause all I have right now is a cool patch, but like I would maybe buy a patch auto, but I'm not dying to, cause I already have a pretty cool one. Flurry, I have a dual auto of Flurry and like my favorite kit player from when I was a kid, 
which I probably would have sold if it didn't have the favorite player from when I was a kid also on it because it has something different. Yeah. But I only really need one. Like Raphael Devers, like Red Sox guys. I like Reds. Like Raphael Devers, I would just like one auto. And Xander Bogarts, I like. I just need like one good card. And that's it. Oh. You know what walked up to my table? This was a what? good walk up. A Cave Cunningham. Uh, like a blue shimmer contenders auto. Whoa, it's like out of sub 10, like out of seven or out of eight or 20, maybe. I think it was out of like 25 or 35. Oh, um, so yeah, it wasn't like it, it was really nice though. It was, um, it was that's a first off the line exclusive, yes. Um, I think it might be out of 20, I, I think it is. I don't remember though. So, yeah, it it was pretty. Yes, you're right. It was out of twenty. Let's go. I've watched too much Pac-Man breaks, Pac-Man <laughs> cards. He pulled yeah. a Josh Giddy out of like sub twenty. Yeah, it was a very nice uh, card. Unfortunately, the guy wanted way too much for it. Sad. Cade's got a sweet auto too. Yeah, I thought I was going to report back and be like, you know what? I finally got a Cade card. And then that would be, would that one be enough to suffice for you as like a, a legitimate card? Yeah. I mean, that was like a $2,000 card. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, but I know you were picky about the brand. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would kind of just rat. Sounds boring, but like I would kind of just rather have like a nice like prism color, like a blue prism or something. I don't know. But I think I'd take the contenders auto all day. Yeah, like straight up I would. I guess it depends like what a blue prism goes for. I don't know what they're gonna do. Assuming sure. they went for the same. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Cause the blue was color match too, which is kind of like a big thing now. But yeah, the guy was like pretty convinced that it was gonna grade out really well. Oh, so he wanted more for it, and I was like, I like, I have no problem paying for that if it's gonna grade out, like, a, mm -hmm. you know. But it had a corner that was so danked, and I was like, it's not gonna grade out. And he's like, No, this thing's gonna ten. I was like, All right, good luck with that. And then just passed. But and I, I know a big Cade fan too, and he passed on it. And I was like, Well, if this guy passes on it it I made the right call yeah because i mean he would pay full ebay for it because he pc's cade you know just like i would for a lebron carter brady yeah but, yeah so that was a, that was an interesting walk up you know what is also starting to kind of be worrisome is i had some walk-ups of just some cards and slabs and i had never heard of the grading company you actually see that stuff yeah oh yeah and i had never heard of the grading company like just random ones and it's like i cannot buy this unless it's like you know 80 percent of what the raw goes for and then i'll just crack it but yeah but nobody wants to do that because they paid for it to get graded you know Oof. so yeah i thought that was surprising because I don't know how people plan on getting rid of that stuff, but. I'm always surprised that that happens. It's kind of sad because it's like new people. 
that clearly do not know what they're doing, who have been tricked into grading with these subpar companies. And I always think sometimes it's it's a little overkill. People are like, who should post videos? Like, who should you be grading with? And, you know, it's like, duh. Like, we all know who we should be grading with. But, like, Mm. clearly it matters because people are grading with these jokers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not obvious to to some of the newer people, which is interesting, but yeah. You got any any other card show things to recap? What are you up to after the show? Any other oh, shows? I have no I I have show in Lansing Saturday. Dang. Look and at then, you working. And then Memorial Day show Monday. Oh Shipsy. Oh, I will not be in you. Oh, we got to hear next pod about how Shipsy went. Yeah, two show. I got two shows in three days. So dang, we're putting in work. You bringing good stuff to Shipsy? What you looking for? Just anything at a reasonable price or anything? Yeah, right now I just want to get stuff to flip. There is, uh, my list is right above me. Three cards that I want are on my want list right now. And that's pretty much it. I want just a Jordan Fleer rookie, low grade, but centered. Um, LeBron 2014 Kaboom. And this one's going to be the hardest one to find. I want a Brady, uh, like, face mask relic. Oh. That's actually Um, pretty cool. Yeah, because I saw one on Facebook the other day. And it wasn't for sale. But the guy made me reveal to me that they exist. So I was like, oh, crap. Now that I know that, I got to get one. <laughs> so I was like, dang it. But, Those fun patches are pretty cool, though. Yeah, just something unique. So, like, if I find that, I mean, I would love to find that. But not yeah. obviously super confident in that. Before we wrap, you want to recap the polls about some unique cards from last week? Yeah. We had... So we had the bat barrel versus bat knob pull. Um, the nameplate barrel won that one, forty-eight or fifty-eight to forty-two percent. Um, I, that seems pretty reasonable. Which, yeah, I, wasn't too surprising. I think the cut auto one surprised us more. Letter, By a lot. Letter won that on a landslide. Which Didn't I, letter pull like? 40% of the votes. Um, it was it was 55% of the votes. Jeez, and what was second place? Uh photo and check were tied for second with 18%. And then Jeez. my program was nine. So letter blew them away. Like it wasn't even close. Which, yeah, and I was team check, and you were team program. And apparently we were here arguing about things that the letter apparently is way more popular. I got, Yeah, I guess so. So That's wild. Now we know. I think it must just be that the letter has the least background noise. It's a pretty white background. I think so too, yeah. Wild, though, that the letter smoked the competition. Yeah, not yeah, be- close. The bat barrel bat knob I can see as long as it wasn't a landslide by one of them. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. 
anything else you want to we want to get in here we got to maybe wrap for this week yeah we'll wrap it up we will have yeah two show recaps dang next week hopefully Hopefully we can do some hopefully i'll pick up something interesting or at least see something interesting yeah some good talking about cards doesn't always need to be picked up just the stories of the shows are always pretty fun yeah definitely all right well we're gonna wrap it there guys episode 33 hope you all enjoyed and tune in next week for some more fun show content